All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Tony D'Angelo. You're watching Nasty Knuckles. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws podcast with your host, Terry Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer enforcer, Riley as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What's happening, Nasty? What's up, Rigorelia? What do you got in your hands there, buddy? Oh, this whole thing? Yeah, that thing. Oh, the old Tovi Entourage. The newest. The newest model. And uh, had a couple snipes with it the other night. A couple apples. Broke a camera. Broke a camera, yeah, with shooting with baller the other day, yeah, blasting, <laughs> blasting some uh, some slappers, and I think it might have been a, ri- uh, a little snapper that actually broke. Uh, Everybody loves the snapper. lens, but uh, yeah, who doesn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Um, but um, this is it, you know. This is the the official. That is the real deal. The real that we deal. Have been talking about in all honesty, uh, this thing's amazing. Um, this week's guest put it in his hand yesterday and was like whoa i wish we'd had a righty here i know but, right uh, tony tony d'angelo was feeling it and he was talking about the balance like we've talked about it and just how light this, this is the lightest stick made yeah 100 percent. Uh, this is the real deal nast i know we we, we we talk a lot about the toby and people are probably think we're blowing smoke um toby's on the cusp of breaking through it's going the nhl to. getting yep. into a couple nhl guys hands working from the youth hockey level up and Eventually finding its way, but legitimately, uh, the 
I, I love it, man. I, I thought I loved the other one. Yeah. The, the original model um, yep. until I got this bad boy, even lighter, more balanced. And then they have these little, um, whatever you want to call them, like little um, little dimples. Little, yeah, little dimples. Little, little dimples for feel, for yep. puck control. And um, I'm, I'm, it's I'm not the real, real happy deal. that you have one and I don't yet. Well, but we're going to you know, work on that gotta, today. Coming at you, you Toby, Richard, pull. Aaron. Pull there, Nast. I know I do. I definitely do. But, well, um, they've seen me shoot a puck, but that has helped me. And yes. even, you know, a couple people have said that to me, but the puck just flies off this blade. I mean, it really does. Uh, no joke. It does. And uh, the other night I actually wanted to smash it over a goalie's head that was getting in my face and chirped me all game. But uh, <laughs> I held my composure. You're you know, a lover Nast, now. You know, You're a lover. Held the composure, relaxed, scored a couple, was making plays, landed up winning the game. So, oh, you know, no big deal. You know how it goes. But um, – Tony D'Angelo, the newest member of the Philadelphia yes. Flyers, was in the studio yesterday and happy to connect with him. What, a, what yeah. an awesome guy, man. He's going to awesome. bring some fire to the Flyers, no question. Man, you know what was great was he got here a little early. We, we were shooting the shit, and I'm like, man, maybe we should save this, you know. Like, uh, But uh, talked to him at an awesome interview with him, and he stuck around almost an hour. You know, just you feel like he – it's like um, – you know, we were talking to someone today, Johnny Stevens, who's coaching out in uh, Vegas, and he was just like, when they're down there skating with his kids and the other guys, he's like, he just gets the room going right away. And yep. you felt that here uh, just with the couple hours we were with him, and, and that's going to be huge for their locker room, a guy like him. You know, and he, he's buddies with Hazy, who's yep. great in the locker room. And um, I just think, you know, just got to wait and see what happens here because I think he's going to have a really big impact on the team and uh, in a positive way. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. And just to your point, when he walked in here, I felt like I knew the guy for 10 yeah. years, you know, yeah. broing it up, saying hi to all of us, sitting down early. Yep. Um, good energy. Obviously a Philly guy. Yeah. Really, really sensed the, fi the Philly in him, and, you know, the passion in him. Obviously yep. known as an emotional guy, but we, we, we talk about it, um, that, you know, he, he's matured and he's, he's finding ways to – to harness and direct that energy towards being more productive on the ice as well as more productive teammates. So yeah, for really, sure. really looking forward to the season. And after sitting down with uh, him yesterday, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it I was. really, really got a good feeling about that addition to the team and, and his excitement, you know, his excitement yeah. to come here and play and, and the one, the one thing, you know, as we knew before we kind of got to know him a little bit is that his compete level, I know we've said it a hundred times. I, I, I'll say it, Again, it's through the roof, and you need that. No doubt. And he just brings a passion. You can see it, an emotion that maybe, you know, we've been missing a little bit here, and um, he's just going to have a big impact here. And you can feel it already. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's kind of like he's kind of chomping to get going. he got a little bit of time here. Uh, but um, it's, it's going to be exciting. Yep, I agree. And, uh, well, if there's no sense in talking about it anymore, Nast. Let's get, Let's get it. into it. Episode 80, here we go. 80. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Settlemeyer. And this week, we are absolutely jacked to have our guest. Welcome home, brother, Mr. Tony D'Angelo. What's yeah. up, bro? Thank you. Thanks for having me on, too. Excited to be home. Yes, I, I can bet. imagine, man. It's yeah. uh, awesome. We were uh, totally pumped when uh, the moves happened and you end up signing. Um, so happy to have you, brother. Your, your style of game, Flyers really need it. Really yeah. do. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I think so as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, welcome back. Appreciate you coming out. Yep. Thank you. No, it was uh, honestly the night before 
like Thursday night was a draft, right? It's usually Friday, Saturday. It was Thursday night, and uh, Carolina told me they were like, we're making a final offer. And if you say – basically, if you say no, we're going to trade you. But in a nice way. Like, we, we were getting along real well. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a testy negotiation or anything there. And we were just talking, and I said, hey, like, it's not – can't accept that right now. I have arbitration rights. Like, we could wait this out or – or we could see what happened, and then my agent started texting because we had permission to speak to other teams. I have right. to make sure I put that out there before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I, <laughs> yeah, right. I have to go back and get in trouble. <laughs> but um, we had permission, so the Flyers were the first one I want to call. You know, you look around the team, and actually the fit was right too. Right. It wasn't like you weren't looking for a fit, but uh, fit was right. And as soon as they were in, I kind of wasn't really looking too far elsewhere. You know, the other teams were in, and we were talking, but it was kind of just like, hey, we can do Philly, we do it. And then yeah. nothing happened Thursday night, so I was like, oh, maybe I'm – yeah, I'm going to say, and then Friday morning I was driving down the shore and my phone starts. People knew before me, like, I knew it was going to happen, but then I'm getting all, like, these little question marks and eyes, like, from all my friends <laughs> up here, and, then, yeah. and it was done. So it worked out pretty good. Yeah, yeah man, we were, we were definitely excited about that. It's, um, you know, you you know, you play in the league. Uh, last couple of years here have been tough, and um, the identity's been lost a little bit. Um, last year, tons of injuries really, really cost the guys. We've talked about that uh, a lot. But um, bringing a guy in with your compete level is huge for this team right now. And, uh, you know, adding you in with, and then Torch coming in. Who yeah, right. we've, um, you know, I've worked with Torch a lot with USA Hockey, and um, he's a fiery guy. You're a fiery guy. Just we, we talked about this leading up before you even signed here. Like, it would be great to get you yeah. because not that there aren't guys on the team that care. Everyone cares, but, like, your game is, like, suited for here, yeah. I mean, I believe. No, I think, um, like, last year we played the Flyers one time. They're missing all four centers. So, yeah, right. You know, you can't just write, you know, you can't just write us off. Right. You miss all four centers, you ain't beating anybody in, in this league. I don't care. That's the truth. You're, you're 100%. Couturier, Hayes out. Yep. Kind of a, uh, you know, you put it, Jordan Stalls and Ajo is against, you know, now you go down the lineup, right? You have to move guys up. So, injuries played a big role. So, I think it's, you want to be healthy to start. You get Coots back and, and Hazy back fully healthy and, get Joel back pretty quick. But uh, yeah, identity-wise, I think that everybody cares differently. You know, yeah. guys care, but they show it differently. I shouldn't say care differently. They show it a little bit differently. I think that the fans will appreciate the way the way I show it. I think it's more of a, a Philly style. That's where I'm from. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. Back it's home. just, uh, you know, and having torts and bringing that kind of fire and might get uh, some more out of certain guys as well. Yes. And I think it's going to be a, it's a new year, right? We're not going to. Everyone right. wants to talk about the last couple of years, but for me, it's and what I've heard from the organization and talking to everybody, we're ready to go for September, and, and we're going to play it from there. That's right. 100%. And not to mention your, your offensive production, right? I mean, uh, the back end could have could have used that yeah. the last couple of years. Again, not talking about the past, but uh, but your, your, comp- your compete, the offensive production, uh, complement to, I mean, Whoever they end up playing with, I'm not going to start uh, making assumptions, <laughs> but you know. Here. But uh, nonetheless, it's it's certainly going to yeah. help uh, the boys play away from the net and yeah. hopefully the offensive zone. No, that's my main thing. I mean, on on top of all the compete and all that other stuff, I want to bring to the team. The main thing is I got to get the puck in the forwards' hands. Right. Yeah. right. You don't want to be rimming it all over the place and chipping <laughs> it out where they get it. These guys want the puck, so my job is I'm getting paid to give them the puck, not for me to carry it up all the time myself. I mean, if I do that, it's good. It's great. You know, guys do it, but. The more I can get the puck in our forwards' hands and they go is, is the, it's less defending, too. Exactly. 100%, you know, right? Less stress on you. Defending or whatever. I say, well, I defend when I get the puck. I'm out of the zone. Let's go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right, yeah. No That's defending. the truth, right? Exactly. And exactly. Not, you just compete hard and, you know, everybody can defend. So that'll be, uh, that'll be what I try to bring most. Yeah. And you're coming off a, a positive year in Carolina, right? Uh, solid point production. Yeah. And you get 10 goals, right? It was maybe yeah. the most you've had in the late. 20, last 20 games I didn't score. <laughs> I've been thinking about it still. Yeah, <laughs> twenty games. Or no, we had we had a good team, and we, we you know we played a 
kind of the style that the, the whole league's going to in a sense. Like you, you play every team, and there's different, as you know, like there's different like little tweaks teams do, maybe a little forecheck. Some teams sit back a little more into the zone, but everybody's playing that that fast style now. Sure. And I think that Carolina had uh, is like here with it already when other teams are starting to catch up to it. That's, that's the way they played since Brendan Moore took over. Right. And now it's four years in, and a lot of guys have been there. So playing a fast style, that's the way the game's going. you got to play fast. Yeah. Look at Colorado and Tampa, that series. No kidding. Oh, no forward. kidding. Yeah. Both good defending teams, too, and still – Creating 20, 30 grade A chances a piece of game in the Stanley Cup. So it's that's uh, just the way the game's going. You got to play with speed and you got to have the puck. Yeah, no doubt. How, how was Brendy to play for? He yeah. must have been awesome. He's the best. I feel like, uh, you know, the main reason for wanting to stay in Carolina for any player, I, I, I probably can speak for, for all players, is him. He's, uh, you just know what you're getting. Like you come into the rink and it's not like, uh, I mean, obviously we had 54 wins or whatever too so it makes it a little easier yeah, you're not true. coming in with 35 wins and fighting for a spot maybe be a little more pissy than you know <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. you'd be getting at that point but uh he's a great motivator he comes in 82 nights a year and gives you something that'll fire you up you know sometimes you're sitting in a game you're like uh, you're in arizona we were playing in arizona there was like 800 people there this year at one point <laughs> he still give you like you know we had been struggling a little bit we went to colorado got beat up by the avalanche and then i'm not in arizona he had you like fired up as if this was like a must-win game yeah, yeah. and he gives you what he wants, and that's it. That's what you do. There's no, like, ends if or buts about it. But he's not going to scream at you and yell at you or whatever. You, you might start losing ice time if you're not playing that way. But our guys, um, everybody knew what way we were playing. That's just the way we played. There was no, like, nobody even needed talks. It wasn't like there was a guy or two that weren't buying in. or were, Everyone did it. Maybe not everybody loved their ice time and stuff all the time. Sure. That is what it is with the team. But yeah. he just, uh, he's got it down. And he's an unreal guy, like, off the ice, too. He's quiet, does his own thing and stuff. But the guy outlift us in the gym and stuff. Yeah, no so, kidding, eh? Yeah. Great guy, great, my yeah, God. Great coach. And not like anybody I talk to around the league, obviously, I would always recommend, you know, if you had a chance to play for him, you're not coming to Philly. I'm recruiting a Philly Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You gonna, if this wasn't one of the teams in on you, you know, if you have a chance to play for him, it's it's something you should do as a player. He's a good man. He was, uh, when I, my first year here, he was, he was here, and uh, he was my favorite guy. Yeah. Like, he was just such a good dude, and and he liked sports, and he. I remember him and I went to a Georgetown Villanova game because AI was playing for Georgetown. Yeah. He's like, this guy's supposed to be good. Let's go. And I'm like, hell yeah, I played basketball in college. Yeah. And uh, so I love basketball. But uh, he was just a great guy. And I remember the first game we had in the morning for the morning skate, he comes walking downstairs, and he is just drenched. He worked, I mean, a full yeah. workout lift, and then he'd go up and ride a bike after practice, and he'd come give you 120%. For the games, yeah. but uh, just a great human, I think. And um, I, I figured you'd like him. We were, you know, I know some of your family that they come into the shop and stuff. And and uh, I was telling him, I think he's really gonna like Roddy yeah. because he's just a good man. So yeah, when I was gonna figure out where I was gonna sign last summer, he had called me and we talked because I was gonna terminate my deal in New York. You know, I didn't really care about the buyout money. I just kind of wanted to be made whole in a sense. Like I, right. you, know, you don't want to just throw away all the money you make. Sure. But I didn't care about the money. I said I want to get back and play. So I told him, I said I'll terminate my deal. And I wind up speaking, you know, so they said, all right, you can speak with teams and stuff. And I, I spoke with Rod during last season, you know, the season I didn't play. And, uh, you know, they had Hamilton and stuff at the time, so it wasn't like a pressing need for him, but it would have been a good fit. And we talked, and then obviously didn't work out. And then I talked to him again. He called me. I was driving to my buddy's house, and I won't forget, he called me 30 seconds, literally, maybe maybe 40. And I, he was so, I was sold on playing for him. That's all it was. He called me, did all the talking. I said, hello. And he went, boom, 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 boom. This is why I want you. This is where you're going to fit this out is. And, and I call my agent. I say, hey, like, you know, I know we got to keep hearing what else is out there, but I'm kind of – Carolina's kind of the spot, you know, as, awesome. as in last summer. So he was uh, just a good guy, like you said. He's 
Yeah, I, I mean, I love the guy. We, oh, yeah. Uh, you I, don't, I don't know him, yeah. but I've heard nothing but great <laughs> things about like the guy. guy. I, I got yeah. a question for you about North Carolina. I'm from there. So uh, how was the pace of living down there? A little little slower, but, like, did you enjoy yeah. your time? I mean, as we, far as... I lived in a busy apartment complex. Oh, okay. Like, we had, like, eight or nine guys in the team there. Oh, that And then helps. a couple guys across the street. So it was actually kind of not laid back at all. It was packed in there. Like, that's where <laughs> yeah. everything went down. It was, like, North Hills part of oh, the yeah. Raleigh. So it was jammed there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You stay at the Renaissance across the way. Like, that's where everything's at. So... Even, uh, you know, from the outside, maybe the guys that were married with kids that were living in houses and developments might be a little slower. But for yeah. us, it was like living uh, in the little city there. It was packed. Yeah, that's cool. Which that's was nice. Cool. I, I like it almost better like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and now we're talking about coaches. Um, and you're talking about, like, the communication that uh, that Brindamore had with yeah. you. I'd read somewhere when you were with the Rangers, maybe early par- early part there, um, David Quinn being a good communicator yeah. or, you know, opening up the communication lines maybe early in Yeah, that. I mean – me and him didn't always see eye to eye like when I was there in New York. I liked him. I liked him as a guy. He wasn't a bad guy. Like we were talking about anything but hockey. So like, yeah. <laughs> he was great sometimes when we got into the hockey thing, we didn't totally agree. And personalities kind of didn't totally match either in a sense, but it uh, got better as time went on there. But uh, come from college, I feel like they're always decent communicators because mm-hmm. they're developers. Sure. You know, right. you're developing sure. in college. And we had a young team there. So he was pretty good in the sense that he was able to, you know, but he was also trying to get the – full control of the veteran guys too. So it's a tough job. It's tough, right? Yeah. They're tough. coming into kind of a rebuilding team, but it also has some real good veterans. Yeah. You, know, you have Panarin, you have Zibanejad, you have some guys that are looking like they want to win, right? Yep. The young guys hop into the league and they're like, I'm in the league. Like, you know, they, they just want their time. And then as they want to win too, but they're happy to, to be there, right? And right. we had a lot of guys like that, rookies and first overall picks, second overall picks. So it was kind of a tough spot for them. And, you know, you look at Gallant comes in now and even more of a veteran team, they go to the conference finals. Yeah. And it yeah. makes him look bad, but I wouldn't really – I wouldn't really say that. I think if he had the team again this year, you know, Galan obviously made some nice adjustments, but they made some good moves in the summer, too, to build a team. So, right. he, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to – I wouldn't put what happened in New York all on him, like, with the, the record-wise. So, it's a team we had. Right. Yeah, no right. Doubt. Yeah, and then now uh, playing for Torts, right? I mean, he's got he's got this reputation, yeah. uh, you know, being obviously hard and, and dramatic and stuff. We've talked to a few guys that have played for him, and it sounds like he's evolved as a human, as, as we all do, right? Yeah. And uh, – Maybe a little softer towards. I don't want to say that in the, in the context of like Flyer fans going nuts. So like, yeah, oh, he's soft now. Soft. But um, but you know what you're going to get with yeah. towards, right? Are you, are you looking forward I to did, playing for him? I talked to a lot of guys uh, around the league before I wind up getting traded and signing here because it's something you got to think about, right? When of you get from, uh, you know, I was in I was in a great fit guy guy I loved and anybody that I talked to said you're going to be perfect with towards. Yeah. He said you guys have similar personalities, and maybe one or two times that might cause a you know a little little whatever right. you, know, you want to call it. But they said you guys are perfect for each other, and I trust these people that I was that I was speak with players, and then people that know them. Yep. And then I talk to him, and I you just tell the like the passion he's got right away when you're on the phone with him. That's yeah. what I like. You know, yeah. a, I have a passion for, sure. for the game, and I like I want to win. And sometimes like guys like me and him and other players across the league and people, you could see it more. But everybody wants to win. So, yeah. to me, like, if a coach comes up to you and, and screams at you, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, do you want to get screamed at? Do I want someone mother after me down, <laughs> down in my head? Not really. I, mean, no. I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think any grown Who man does? really no, wants that. It's not a lot of fun. But uh, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're trying to win. So, for me, it's just it's part. You're, you're passionate and emotional. It happens sometimes. Even teammates, you know, holding each other accountable. That kind of stuff happens. Right. So, for me, it's – I love the passion. I'm ready yeah, for it. for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's an emotional guy. You're an emotional yeah. guy. It's and that's really, the, you know, you said, like, the name of the game, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does it does uh, trickle over to yeah. other guys, right? I think Especially it guys sleeping. Yeah. You look yes. at every team he's had. Every team he's had, and, and you look at the Columbus team, sure, you had Wierenski and, and Jonesy on the point, which makes any defense pretty good there. Yeah. But, I mean, the forward groups he had there over the years weren't overly, you know, you True. wouldn't be like, oh, they're, they're – 
Colorado or Toronto, right? And they were always good teams, and they always they still found ways to score and everything. They so, were hard to play against. Yeah, too. yeah they're like, hard to play. Yeah. You always going to you know they weren't the toughest teams in the league in Columbus. They weren't building like you know real heavyweight teams, but you go into right. Columbus, a tough game. Yeah. They're on the forecheck. They're on your hard. You're not. It's tough to get pucks through and you know in the ozone trying to get the net and they're boxing you out like. That's what we need. So yeah. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go over well. I, Christ, I, I feel like we didn't win there for a long time. Columbus, like in in Columbus, yeah. right. like I mean, it were just it, I, I don't remember what the exact baller. You should know the stats, but um, we didn't win there forever. Like it was just like years that we didn't win. But it was a tough place to play, like you said. Well, it, should, it should be like that here too. And I yes. feel like from a player's perspective, and obviously I'm a diehard Flyers fan my whole life, so maybe I'm a little more you know like in tune with it, but. Going into Philly and playing the Flyers is always supposed to be a tough thing. Yes. Right. You know, whether they were the AC, the first seed, the 15th seed, it doesn't really matter. What, right. You know, what it was. Like, it was always crowded. It was the fans were into it. And it was a, you get, you're playing the Flyers. Like, it was a tough right. game. It's a dog fight. You know better. Yeah, yeah. You know better anyways, you're coming into Philly to play the Flyers. It could be, who knows what's going to happen, depending yeah. on what, how the game <laughs> yeah. goes. Right. And I think that's what you kind of want. I think that's what he stands for, too. Like, you're coming into, and it doesn't mean we're going to be having line brawls or anything like that. Right. Just, you're coming into playing Flyers in a tough game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Well, Delorier hitting the big back yeah. if he ends up. And, yeah, that's, you know. just needs to be a tough place to play. I think yeah, he exactly. kind of exemplifies that. It's, you're playing a Tortorella team. It's a tough game tonight. Yes. That's the way it goes. 100%. Exactly. Do, do you think his style, I mean, his style of coaching, his system philosophy – is in line with the way you see the game, play the game? Yeah, I mean, to me, defending is uh, – like when I first came into the league, I'd probably say no, you know, because I wanted to get just get it and go and play offense and try to make my own name in the league and be an offensive defenseman. But now, like, you watch how you win games and, you you know, you play on different teams. And I was in New York. We started to get better at the end. And I go to a real top-end team in Carolina that were – you know, we won games in a different way. But if you have to defend, you yeah. know, in Carolina, like you, were, you call us a high-flying team and we – let up the least amount of goals in the league. Like our goalies won the, uh, what is it, that? Bill, yeah. What's Bill that Jennings goal? is, what is yeah. like the goalie Jennings. tandem, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So like yep. we, you defend it. If you defend in a proper way and then when you have the puck, you go with it. Right. Like, you know, you can't just be dumb and chase the whole game. you got to make plays. Like, you have to score. For sure. So I feel like if you take care of the D zone and, like, any Tortorella team has, and yep. I feel like everyone's going to be bought in. You have to buy in, I think. Everybody, yeah. like, talking to guys. Everyone's ready to go. Like, they want to turn this page around and yes. you buy in on the defensive side and whatever the coach wants to decide. Once you get in the ozone, you got to make plays. And I feel like we're going to have that, uh, you know, ability to do so. And when you make plays and, and defend well, usually come out on the right side of things. You get good goaltending and stuff. So yeah. five years ago, I would tell you, I want to play for the most offensive coach in the league. Let's yeah. just go, go, go. But <laughs> right. now, you know, I want to win. And I, I think, think that that's, that's the way to do it. So yeah, yeah they, Florida last year was crazy the way yeah. they played. I mean, it's tough to stop. Right. And they had the guys to do it. Not every team could do it, right? Yeah. I don't think you can go in and coach that way in a in a bigger, slower team. Like look at Calgary. Calgary did it a different way with Sutter. Yeah. They scored a ton, and you would I guess you would kind of say Sutter and Towards have a similar sure. reputation. Old school and, and right, yeah. Look at Calgary. They defend it well. They scored a ton of goals. Yeah. You know, your your scorers are going to score if you're in the you know if you had the puck more, you're going to get it. If you're defending well and you're out. Let's go, and then the goals will they'll follow. That's it, right? It's like the mentality. You think of def- defending well, right? It's the the old school way is like having you know big six foot seven defensemen that are you know yeah. like yeah. they're they're Swallow holding that front, right? Yeah. But like if you can spend five seconds in your zone yeah. and move the puck up and play in the offensive zone, obviously that's better than spending. 25 30 seconds in your zone but yeah. even if you're in a good position right yeah. you're just exhausting your players and you're, you know you're yeah. not, not generating offense obviously. i mean we played in carolina it was man-to-man 
which is tough. Yeah, it's tough. And a man's. It's, yeah. it's good when you get used to it because now you're just, if you're my guy, I'm on you the whole time, never leaving you. You never have to leave. But it could also cause total chaos. Yeah. Too. You know, 30 seconds. <laughs> you're at the point, right? 30 yeah. Points, yeah, now I'm at the point blocking at one time or whatever. <laughs> one, the forward at the front of the net rarely happened because we, you know, we defended so well. But uh, I don't anticipate that being our style here. But no. I like, you know, I like the swarming style too. Where yeah. you know, a guy get a guy in their backhand, now boom, we're we're swarming this guy before he can make a play, rather than giving guys time and space. So I feel like that's the way it's going to be, and we're going to be we're going to be hard. You got to be hard and yeah. a little nasty and physical. So I'm hoping all that. Uh, I'm real optimistic. I think that all that's going to come through in camp because there's a lot of good players here. Sure. Yeah. You know, I look at the roster and you know you look Provorov and Sandheim and Ristlein yeah. and hopefully the. You know, Ellis is going to be healthy. You get Ellis back, and yeah. we have some young guys, you know, Yorkie, and yep. there's other guys that I've seen I don't know all too well as, as it goes down to the to the minors there. But in the front, we have good players. So, yeah. You know, two years yeah. ago, the Flyers were one game away from the conference final. Yep. And there's yeah. not that many different faces. Actually, there might be some better faces in a yeah. sense. So I'm uh, I'm pretty confident in what we could do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that definitely your signing definitely bumps this defense up. Um I'm guessing he plays with Provy. Who knows? Um, yeah. But I think you're playing GM. I'm playing GM. Yeah. It's a, hey, I'm armchair GM. Right yeah, now. right. But um, I mean, it would be a pretty good fit. I mean, who knows? You could play with Sandy. Who knows? But uh, um, I think the D right now, and especially if we could get Alice back. Oh, that would be massive. Uh, that would be huge. Um, just question marks all around him right now. But uh, if you get him back, it's a plus. Yep. Uh, with adding you, obviously, is is huge. And um, we talked about this the, last week. Definitely an upgrade under D, obviously. No doubt. Um, and that's huge. That's a big part of it. It's a huge not, part of not it. Not spending time in our end. Yeah, just getting, moving like the puck said, up. Moving that puck. And yeah. Provy's a really good D man. And um, and Sandy, too. Like you said, yeah. Ruslan. And, and Brauner, I think, is a big yeah. big guy to bring back. He's, you know what you're going to get. You know what you're, you're getting with, you know with him. You know, Brauner's as solid as he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere he goes, he's solid. He's yep. play, he can play anywhere you need him to play. Yeah. Kills penalties real good. He was, honestly, earlier in the year last year, obviously, gets traded to New York. plays a different role with them. But he was great. Like, yep. you know, he was really good playing with Provia and stuff. So it's uh, another real good signing. I mean, yep. he obviously doesn't seem like a signing because he was just here. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Right? yeah. He had a draft pick for him. You weren't going to go to playoffs, and he comes right back and signs yep. again. So he's a good guy, too. Yeah, good yeah. dude. You know, really good dude. Stuff, so. Makes me – he's a real dry guy, you know, real quiet, yeah. and he just chirps. He's something yeah. on the side of his mouth, and you just start dying laughing. Like, Where'd you come yeah. from? <laughs> even know you were in here. Um, but, yeah, that's it's. I'm excited about yeah, it Yeah, no well. doubt. And you're still considered a young guy. You're 26 years old, right? Yeah. Um, and you've played what yeah. six years pro now? Yeah. Maybe maybe seven. Um, obviously, evolving as a player, as a person. Like, what what are things you're working on in the off season? Because you know, when you're a younger guy, you're going into the off season yeah. like you know, like you're, you're trying yeah. to stick to the team. You know what I mean? You're trying yeah. to make the team. Now you're established. Obviously, you know, a big contract sure. back in Philly. Like, what what was your, your I mean, aim this summer? My first two years in the league was like. Uh, you know, that's why you got to give guys time. Like, we have some guys, Frosty, Tippett, like, they yep. some time. People are, like, you know, I think people get on them a little too quick here. These guys are young guys still. Yeah. Like, yeah. Former first-round picks, high-level skill and stuff. My first year was in Arizona for 39 games, New York for 32. I got hurt at the end of the year in New York. And, you know, you could have – there were some question marks there. Uh, is he going to be sent down to the minors again in the third year? Are they going to trade him, whatever? Then I came back for my third year, and I played 60 games, played pretty well. And now the last two years have been, you know, I obviously missed one in between there. But real good. So, like, it takes time. And now I'm kind of, like, know where I'm at, established in the league. I, you know, I know what kind of player I am. So it's just keeping the strength up, doing a little bit different training, you know, trying to mix it up in summers here to see what really works. But I'm training now at, the, at Voorhees with the yep. Flyers guys. So I'm on their programs here and, and working. And we have the ice five days a week, which is unreal as well. So, yeah. But my game kind of uh, 
I just work on all skills throughout the summer. It's, it's tough to say oh, I'm going to work on defense in the summer. Who the hell am I going to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one on one. Force the guy to go out corner. and start cross-checking. Well, I, I, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. we are on a men's league team. Yeah. Can, if you want to go So that part's tough, like, to, you know, to work on defense in the summer. You sure. Know, like, sure, yeah. you're going to work on sticks and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not going to call forwards out, like, buddies of mine and guys. And say, hey, let's let's go one-on-one so I can just pound you in the corner. Broads. Try to pin you. And, get you know. get Broads <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. Run Broads so, a couple times. Right now, just working on all the skills, trying to keep, you know, put new things in on my blue line work and for the power play and stuff, being a little more deceptive in shots and one-timers. So, And then when the season starts, looking forward to working with another set of coaches and stuff to – really fine-tune all that defense stuff, stick positioning if they have anything from watching me in clips or whatever. So I'm big on that. I feel like that's something that I want to be known as being really good at on the defensive side, Yeah. which right now, I mean, thought I had a real good year defensively last year, and, and my head coach agreed, which I liked. I, <laughs> I might start holding that clip on my phone and yeah. <laughs> But they yeah. said I'm no good defensively. But uh, reputation-wise, people tend to say, you know, that's my downfall. So I want to turn that where everybody says it's a good thing, too, because the offense right. is going to be the same. So. I take that. Uh, I take that personal when people say that my defense needs work. It, sure, I'm always going to keep working on all of it, but of course, yeah. I want to be known as a good defender. Yeah, That's absolutely. Awesome. And then, like on, on the on the other side of it, so you're talking about like the physical, you know, physical body, yeah. you know, the, the, the physical skill. Um, you're, you're known as an emotional guy yeah. in the past. <laughs> you know, I think most people are you know aware of you know some of the the controversies and stuff like that. As an emotional guy, anything you're working on to maybe channel the energy the emotion into yeah. more productive more, more productivity yeah for sure i mean off the ice you're never gonna have an issue you know i, I there's just as calm as it gets off the ice like i could sit here all day yeah this is, my, this is my personality and i'm off you know i clown around in the locker room and all that kind of shit but i mean stuff that's happened off the ice i took responsibility for it i've learned from it and i think that uh you know there's some stuff that i didn't agree with that happened but at the same time i know i wasn't uh, totally innocent in everything that happened too so i take my my part in it and then in you know last year i thought i really matured in a sense i'm yeah. still emotional i'm still emotional when the game's going on you know you yeah. see them oh, yeah. games there where i got the camera on me mother effing all over the place or <laughs> stick here and there like that that's never leaving no i'm never gonna leave. sit there and tell a gm and i am honest with anybody i talk to this is not leaving you know you might have to yell at me one time because i smashed my stick over the post yeah. or whatever or wanted to give a guy a shot like yeah that's just who i am and it comes out when i play but uh I thought I matured a lot. I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 100%. when the season starts. I feel like at some point you got to, you know, you can't even just talk about it. you got to you got to show it. And I thought last year I did a real good job of that. You know, it's still some times where I got to keep holding it, holding the line. And I thought I did a good job. I was close. close to that. <laughs> you know, one yeah. of the, but uh, I did a good job and I plan on continuing to keep maturing and maturing as the years go on. That's great. Yeah, that's no, awesome. That's awesome, awesome that, answer. And we, we talked about it. Like Obviously this past year you mentioned it. We, yeah. we talked about it before you got here today mm -hmm. and, uh, we said the same thing. Like it's it's, it's showing in in, yeah. in your play, right? I mean, because it's easy to it's easy to cross the line and, and freak yeah. out and panic when things aren't going well, right? Yeah. I mean, we're all guilty of it um, for sure. But you know, they, I think the, the the guys are able to harness the energy and fo refocus it. Yeah, you know, scoring a goal, making a play, you yeah. know, whatever that lands up being in the in the hockey game. One thing I've always felt like I've done, and my coaches may disagree, but I've always felt like even when I am like getting going and snap, my play doesn't change. Right. My attitude may change. I may be yelling at guys on the other team or wanting to give a guy a cross check or something. But my play, actually, when I had the puck or whatever, or defender, doesn't change. I'm not going to go out of my way to try to kill a guy or throw an elbow at somebody. You know, I've never yeah. really done that. Like, I've never been suspended for any hits or, like, dirty plays like that. So sometimes I start, like, going a little <laughs> bit. Like, here, here I go. But I think, yeah. you know, my play kind of stays on par. It doesn't go off the rails. And I think that's the most important thing. If you're getting close to that line, so Take be it. it. Like, as long as it's in the right thing. But don't let the play – don't let the play go 
on the line too, where you're like about to do some crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's got to be in between. The one thing we've talked about is your compete level, and dude, don't ever get rid. I know you won't. It's yeah. not in your DNA. It's it's what we need. Hundred percent. It's what we need. The game needs it. Yeah. I mean, no one. You have to have passion. You have to have emotion. Yeah, no doubt. It's so important. That's the game. And if you do take, like, guys, you know, Riles, I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you either. Yeah. But, you know, there's time where you're going to get pissed off. You might do something dumb on the ice. Well, <laughs> kill it off, boys, because, you yeah. know, you got to make a you know, stance here and there um, sometimes. But uh, it, it's it's just you're a perfect fit here, I think, man. Yeah. And it's it's what we, we need this. Yeah, we need, I, I can agree with your you more. Game. And, I mean, not only that, I mean, your skill level, everything you do, uh, but – just that fuck you attitude yeah. you're coming in here to philly yeah and i mean it's yeah. going to be a hard game like you, you talked about earlier so i'm excited as hell for no it doubt. yeah so here i think that's what we need like we were talking about before we need flyers identity back yeah and i think that even the players the current players know that and then once they get healthy and stuff and everybody's in there you need it you know stuff when you have young guys coming in they're just coming out of college or whatever trying to get games they're not thinking in their head hey yeah this is the flyers without they're trying to they're just getting there they want yeah to they belong in the league right so you can't can't blame them, but as the guys that are older and that have been around the league and stuff now that are here, and the guys that have been flyers, we gotta, yeah. we gotta get an identity back and and show it right from even our own camp, for right? Sure. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping that I could bring that, and uh, I think I'll do a good job at it. Yeah, I think so too. And you grew up a lifelong Flyers fan. Who who was your guy growing up? Believe it or not, I was actually on the other podcast yesterday, and they said, "Who did you like as a player?" Uh, you know, Hunter Brody. You guys know Hunter. Oh Brody. yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I, "Chris Pronger." I said, "We don't play anything alike. Like we're totally different." I said, "But I love Pronger." But my favorite player of them all, I was a big JR fan for a while. I was always a flyer. Like, you know, my buddies, we, we go to, I remember we would be at practice and everybody's favorite player to wear a number, like Crosby. We got guys from Jersey wearing Crosby. And we got guys from here wearing, you know, Bergeron or whatever it is. I was only flyers. Yeah. So I don't give a shit about any of the other teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My flyers, whoever's we got. But Peter Forsberg and Mike Richards. Oh, yes. oh dude. Yeah. Mike Richards, I loved, uh, just I loved the way he played. Sure. And that yeah. was a flyer, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. And he fought and he hit and he was nasty and he was. Great. Yeah. Great with the puck. Yep. He scored. He killed penalties. He played on the power play. Yep. I loved him. Yep. I loved Mike Richards. But Forsberg's game, I loved. I mean, and he was a little nasty, too. Like, he would throw out oh, reverse check. Yeah, yeah, reverse, reverse, reverse check. Yeah. We yeah. talked and about that. He wasn't going to fight or anything, which I didn't care about. But he played hard. Like, he played like sure a he did. way. He got big defensive coming to hit him. He put his shoulder right in their jaw. You yes. know, and they're thinking they're going to throw the hit, and then they get hit. And uh, him and Gagne together, yeah, it was oh, great. Yeah. Oh, I loved man. them two guys. But what the, amazing uh, vision he had. Oh, he was great. God. I mean, when he came that one year, I don't know how many goals Gagne scored. He had to score in the high 30s or 40s. Oh, or yeah. Yeah, he definitely was. But, he uh, was no, those two guys were – I loved them two guys. Like, Richards was – he was great. Yeah. I loved him. So, that was kind of my – when, when they went to the Cup, I was like 14 or 15. Yeah. So, that was kind of like 2010. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching. That was and, the uh, that was the playoff round against Montreal. The shift, the shift, yeah, the my shift. favorite yeah. goal ever. I log on YouTube sometimes, and I don't just even know why it jacked. comes up. I feel like my phone or computer like listens to. Oh, me. it definitely <laughs> does. Yeah. I'm like typing in the shift, and it'll come up like <laughs> yeah. videos you might like, and it's like the shift, Mike Richards. Yeah, like, I haven't looked at any of this stuff, and here's Mike, and then I watch it. Yeah, and then it keeps coming up. It's but, hard yeah, not that was to unreal. watch. Yeah, right? man, insane shit. He only well, had the first pass; they couldn't score. And he comes back down, hits yeah. another guy. It was insane. It was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love, love Richie. I Rick obviously played with Richie. That yeah. year you're talking about was my last year, and yeah. what a what an oh, epic leader Jesus. and um, just all right all round guy. I mean, talk about like doing everything, right? Yeah. I mean, he he was a great. That's what I think a hockey player is. He was a hockey player. Like, he was a hockey what, player, especially Philly fans. Like that's what they think a hockey player is. Yeah. Yes, you exactly. Know, and, that's, and that's what it was. So that's why I was such a big fan. Like yeah. in my family, like my dad and stuff, and they grew up. My cousin, you know, they grew up. Yep. They were watching the bullies, Broad Street Bullies. So right. sure. like their version of a hockey player was always that. Like <laughs> yeah, you had, right. to, have that, you had yeah. to have that in you if you're a hockey player. For right. sure. That's what they thought. Right. 
And uh, that's just the mentality of the city, and that's the mentality of like our people and our fans and stuff. So yeah, that's uh, that was my kind of guys. I loved all of them. Yeah, and it, it, you know it's funny now. Rick Bone, uh, Richie, we call him Rick Bone. He he's goalie in men's league now. Yeah. He's a <laughs> yeah. goalie. I'm like, what, Richie? What's right? Ah, fuck. What else? What else you got to do, man? <laughs> I know, right? He's one in every level, literally yeah, at every right? level, man. The guys, uh, but you're right. He's a he is a hockey player yeah. for yeah. sure, man. For sure. And, and uh, Chris Pronger is great, great uh, choice as well. I yeah. play with Pronger. And what, what a what a what a warrior and, yeah. and leader and just the heart the old you know one of the few old school guys oh that was still God, kicking was around when I was still playing yeah, but he was, he was good and making outlet passes right on your tape anywhere Dude, oh anywhere. yeah we, for a guy that wasn't really like moving around real fast he would just hold it there and then boom right yeah. on the tape out you go he was yep. uh, I used to watch like like I watched every single game never missed a game. When the, I was young. My parents had to throw me upstairs in the, in the bedroom because I'd be yelling at the TV. <laughs> they weren't winning. I mean, the passion. That's where the passion early. comes yeah. from, yeah. right? I'm screaming at the TV like if they're losing 2-1 in Calgary or something. You know, Wednesday night, I got to school the next day. My parents would send me upstairs. I go upstairs, turn the TV on. My dad's, I hear his feet. I turn it off. I go up sleeping. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was just my, cool. my whole life. It was always flyer. Go to school with your dad. Flyers T-shirt, flyers hat, whatever. Oh, that's awesome. So that's that was my so to wind up playing here now. It's just like uh, oh my God. dream come true, kind of. And two years ago, people have been uh, messaging me. I had to tell you guys this. I was playing at the Rangers, so Flyers became a rival, and they they weren't picking me up. They never traded for me. I was like, fuck them. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the just doing this little stupid questionnaire like on Instagram, and uh, they were like, "Who's your least favorite team in the NHL?" It's Philadelphia. Right on purpose, just to, right, you know, right. stir it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and great. when I sign here, people think it's serious. You know, yeah, like, yeah, meanwhile, yeah. I always love the Flyers, and they think it's serious. Like, he hates, he hates the team. <laughs> They're messaging me and then tagging oh, me. Oh, of course they are. But uh, yeah, it was always, always number one. And I was I was in Sandheim's draft. So Sandheim went yeah. seventeen. I went nineteen. Right. I was pissed. You know, because I wanted to go to the Flyers. I yeah. wanted to go in two picks later, but. Uh, no, it's it's worked out really cool. Seven years later, we're we're here. We are. Yeah. You got a lot of career left too, so it's uh, hopefully you're here more than yeah, two years. Yeah, a lot more than two. Um, me too. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you planning checking for charity this year? I think I'm going to put a team, and I just yeah. decided today I'm late. I don't have jerseys made. I don't have anything done. I kind of was being lazy, but uh, last year it got uh, a little slowed down a little bit. We didn't have the right amount of teams, but this year I think we got five real good teams. Oh, cool. So once I heard about that, I was like, all right, then I'm going to play. There you so, go. so now I'm recruiting. You, I'm already. You, you oh, I hate to tell you, but I'm already on a team. I know you're. I know what you were thinking, Tony. But, uh, <laughs> you can't even recruit. I'm ass. playing in the 50 and over league uh, division. What team are you guys? Uh, uh, Brew Bauer Brew Bauer Brew. Because yeah. the guys. Uh, so Mitch from Voorhees, I know. Yeah, yep. know Mitch. Yeah, no, Mitch. They do my jersey. I always coach with like, he's coach selects and stuff in the summer. I do some of their kids' teams. So yeah. they do my jerseys. Prime hockey now, actually. Okay. Prime or whatever it's called. Yeah. So they sponsor me, but they got. I tried to get Danny B on my team in the last couple of years. He's like, no, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the young guys. I said, I'm telling you, you can keep up with us. So I'll put, you know, if you want to play, I'll, I'll yeah. get 10 forwards even if you want to, if you want a little breather. But uh, I tried to get him. But he's in that league, isn't he? Is yeah, he, he, played, yeah, he played in the 40, same division we did yeah, last he played, year. No, we played with the Philadelphia Warriors. Yeah. I'm sure you'll last meet year, a lot Col- of Colby guys. was on a team. Colby. Yeah, yeah, Colby. yeah, he was on our team. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. I was watching that. I was sitting upstairs watching. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, ready to sorry. Play. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> you definitely don't want me on your team if you saw me play. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty ugly. Hey, well, we didn't win a game. I don't think we won yeah. a game. How's the team this year? Any good? Uh, that fit. We're trying to we're trying to decide if we can get a team in. Um, last minute, we were going to play with the Warriors, but it looks like they have so many. They have four lines. Yeah, it's like, too much. Yeah, too much. yeah. I'm not going to say be a fourth line guy <laughs> checking <laughs> for charity. I'm, I'm yeah, way so past looking that. For the first line now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> first line minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was it was it's fun to go. Why? Yeah, man. It's, it's a, a great tournament. Too, it's a good it's a good tournament. Yeah. Then, you know, you go out like we go out in the city after usually on the Friday night, and you know some guys go to the shore or Saturday, whatever guys. 
guys yeah. do different things. Some guys go, you know, all the way, and then we go to the Morgan Spear every time, just about. Oh, and yeah. then you got every team there. Like it's pretty cool. You're seeing guys you haven't seen and guys yeah. you play with and stuff in the A division, B division. Like I think it's a good time. So I'm that hoping I could uh, piece together. Usually I'm recruiting, and everybody gets mad at me at the tournament because I'm bringing in guys from. Oh, but they got guys from Toronto flying in. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, we're going to win this tournament. Yeah, of course. So, uh, but this year I'm just going to keep it local. It's too late to get guys to yeah. try to commit. It'll be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, hopefully we'll see you around there. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to check out one of the games. You guys put the team together. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to watch it. Dangling. You gotta... Unless you want to take a nap. and get you ready to have a little nap. <laughs> yeah, right. Get your pillow. <laughs> get your pillow. A little rest. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know so, if we're going to get our team in or not. But yeah, I don't know. We'll I am see. on that other team, but I'd rather play in. Yeah, like not, we did last year. Definitely not going to be on a fourth line. No. no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, away from the rink, what, what are you into? What kind of hobbies are you, are you into? Honestly, uh, I like golf, but I suck. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's really not. Uh, yeah, you don't suck as bad as me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I want to play it, and I, you know, I go buy a new club. I, I just got the new driver. I got that new stealth driver, and like, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> you know, my driver's actually not that bad, believe it or not. So that's why I'll buy a driver. Yeah. Because I could drive. Once I get on the fairway, I suck. But these guys, like I was talking to some of the young guys today I skated with, and I was like, what have you guys been doing, like, after hanging out? Because they're not from here. Right. Like, they're just living in the, the apartments or whatever. And, and they're like, oh, we play golf every day. I'm like, I can never play golf every day. No. Yeah. I get mad. I'm like a whole 7, 8. I'm either pissed <laughs> and don't want to play anymore. Like, I'll keep playing, but I'm, like, pissed and then my day's done. Or I'm kind of like, all right, let's just if I hit a good shot. I'll finish the hole if I don't. I'm bullshitting in the cart. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that exactly. sounds exactly yeah. like my style. Yeah, I mean, nine holes max. I couldn't do it every day. Like, we, yeah, maybe um, twice a week, once a week, whatever. I probably, If I played every day, maybe I'd get better. But I just I don't have the passion for it as much. I like it. I like just hanging out with the guys. Yeah. So, I, it's yeah, this weather go. right now, I, I played nine Way holes yesterday hard. with my old man, and, and oh, it's awful. you got to play like 738. You do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. Even exactly. then, it's Even then, it's humid, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. You're also growing up here, you're – you're all Philly, right? Like uh, Phillies, Eagles. Eagles, Sixers. if I had to go in order, like obviously the Flyers are number one, but if I had to go in order after that, it's Eagles, Phillies, Sixers. Okay. I love the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. I'm already trying to figure out who I'm going to text to get uh, get as close to the sideline as I can for the opening <laughs> game if I'm home. <laughs> there you go. So I, uh, I'm a diehard Eagles guy. Greg I think De- all Philly is. Greg Dilamitros is the head equipment guy. He's my buddy. You heard it. Tony wants yeah. sideline. I'm going to meet him. I live right across the street right now from uh, – well, now I'm just giving away my address. <laughs> but uh, I'll leave. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll tell you guys from after. The yeah. From the skate zone. From the skate zone. In case you're at first right now that doesn't like me watching, they might yeah, be, right. we don't be need tailgating that. out front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting right. to see me in the morning. Oh, that's oh, funny, man. man. Beautiful. We, um, we were talking a little bit earlier about, uh, you know, your feistiness and your chirping, which I love. I love chir- I used to love when guys chirp. Man, we had some good ones, but uh, Ben Eager oh, yeah, being right. probably one of the best. I don't yeah, even know if you know Ben Eager. Yeah, he was a big man. Yeah. But um, you, were, you were talking earlier, and you were talking about like a guy. We were talking about uh, Ryan Kessler, buddy of mine, and and uh, he was always not liked by other teams. I mean, it, him and Marshawn were going at it at the 2016 World Cup, and uh, and you were kind of telling us something yeah. about that. I thought it was pretty funny, if you don't yeah, mind. I was telling doing like. Like I was telling you guys, we were sitting, guys coming in the blue line, we're lining up, the, the puck's not even dropped yet, and I'm just yapping at him. The left-handed defenseman, I, may have been a power play. I don't even know who it was. It, you know, it could have been, uh, the more I think back, I feel like it was Tyson Berry, in a sense. And <laughs> I can't I can't say it was him, though, so I don't want to put it all like it was him. Right. But that's what, like, that's the first thing that comes to mind, because I would chirp him when he, <laughs> and uh, turns and goes, actually it wasn't him, he's on Edmonton this year, I didn't play him. He goes, nobody likes you, Tony. 
And he just said it in the most calm way, whoever the guy was. And then Slavo was sitting right next to me, and he's quiet as it gets. Like, nobody more quiet than Slavo. doesn't say a word on the bench. He's like, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but the guy that was chirping me, like, wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like giving it to me or anything. Right. Like, dude, none of your teammates like you. Like, no one likes you. And, I, and they say it all the time. I don't know why that's a chirp. It's the yeah. dumbest one ever. Right. You know, it, does, it doesn't bother me. Like, I, I, if you're going to do a chirp, like, make it a chirp. good one. Yeah, yeah right. Fire yeah, away. I don't care. Yeah. You can go low blow for all I care. Yeah, right. Fire away. But don't give me that one. That one sucks. Well, that's what we were talking <laughs> about funny. with Kessler. Like, Barshawn said to him, your teammates, so your own team doesn't even like you. He goes, oh, I've never heard that yeah. one before, yeah. you know. But uh, That's the one. That's hilarious. The guys do it all the time because I've been, this is my fourth team. So then, they, you know, the suitcase one. See, those don't really. Those yeah. don't do much for me. I like I like real good ones. Like yeah, even when guys on sure. the team make a good one, obviously I'm not going to act like I thought it was funny. But I'll come back to the bench and tell somebody. That was pretty good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you know it's going to be a good one. I got to get it back. Yeah, <laughs> I said that was nice. Oh, that was <laughs> I was chirping Rockal Gudis um, oh, this year, bench to bench, and we really, honestly, it just turned into like an fu match. There was for no reason. Like <laughs> there was no nice chirps. It was just like I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and on both sides. Next shift you get out there, we're going to kill each other. And nothing went up happening. No. You know, the, the game was like as quiet <laughs> as quiet as it gets. I was like, what is this? Do you but know him at all off the ice? You no, know, I heard he's I know oh him from when I was in Tampa. Like, they say he's a nice guy in the world. I was a rookie there. Like, yeah. they were on their own pages, vets yeah. in camp and stuff. Everyone said hello, but you weren't, like, getting to know them too well. Right. Went down to the minors a week later. Then he got traded to the Flyers. And everyone said he's a great guy. Like, yeah. Then he's trying to like. Then he's trying to take your knee out on the ice. Stuff. You're yeah. Like, I know. Like, well. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. How great of a guy? No, but he is. He <laughs> no, really. Everyone says he's, he's a good guy. Even the Florida amazing. guys, I know they're like he's unreal. Yeah. He's the guy in the world. He's one of one of my favorite guys in 25 years yeah. that I like. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Guy about is him. amazing human being. On he's, the ice, though, I got nothing but. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. He plays. He plays the game hard and rides that line more. He does. A lot of times crosses over. You know, looking for the. He's looking for the kill shot. Yeah. There's a difference between looking for a big hit and looking for the kill shot. Yeah. You know, where the guy's like, guy's like this, and his head's down. And then it's, he's like, he's licking his chops. Here he comes. Yeah. But the, he hits he hits hard, too. Oh, yeah, Even when he hits you with your head up looking at him. Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a solid guy. He's a solid man. You could get man. ready to duck into it. He's still going to hit you hard. I think he had a beard when he was like 12. Well, that's yeah. what I remember. I said that to him. Like, was it strange being junior, you know, being playing at 12 years old and having a full beard? And he started thinking, he goes, I don't think I had a full beard then. <laughs> um, you, you just made me think of something. Uh, you played a little bit in the minors for Hartford. Well, you played Tucson too, but uh, Hartford and uh, Syracuse. Those are tough spots. No? Or Tucson you okay? wasn't. No, no Tucson's uh, good. No, no, I said Syracuse. Syracuse. You played Syracuse. Syracuse. I played Syracuse, man. Syracuse was. I mean, we all lived down there. There was not much going on there. Right. It wasn't like a beat-up town or anything. It wasn't bad. Just it was wasn't. Just, there was nothing going on. I mean, listen, I was a young guy. I was single at the time. You had Syracuse University right there. So right. Like, That's true. Not terrible. I mean, it's 40,000 right. people at that school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's, enough, there's enough over there like to have fun. And, and uh, Hartford, West Hartford was actually nice. Like, uh, oh, okay. Like, nice town. Like, it was like living in Cherry Hill or something. Oh. But then, you know, Hartford downtown in the city was no good. Right. You know, there's just nothing there at all. Yeah, that's and, what and that's what I meant. I just wonder not many if it fans was... or anything. Like Syracuse is a good crowd. Like it's yeah. actually not yeah. a terrible spot for the AHL. Obviously, you want to be in like Toronto or, or yeah. out west in Tucson, yeah. one of the one yeah. of the six spots. Yeah, but uh, Harvard be the worst of the three for sure. Okay, so right. I, so I didn't mind Syracuse. What about you? Yeah, I was only there for about a month and a half. Yeah. I just, you know, I just felt like it was like dark and gloomy. Yeah, and like, terrible I, it was, weather. Like, I feel like all the time. Yeah, always, yeah. always snowing, snowing yeah. all the time. And, I, yeah. I just remember Tony. Like, um, I'm not sure who your equipment guy was. Rodney Botchford, your equipment guy, when you were there. Do you remember? No. Uh, okay, he's in Vegas now. J uh, J W. Oh, J Dub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know J Dub. So good guy. Rod Rodney was there before you. Yeah, Rodney. I know Rodney. And yeah. we actually saw him at the trainers meeting. Yeah, a few weeks ago. But um, dude, I swear to God, I would go in there early. I'd be early. 
I, you could, it was like a ghost. It was like it was yeah. haunted. There's no one in the building. What's well, that old like uh, War Memorial? It's called yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. War Memorial. Yeah. He would always be in down the basement, in the, in the right? Basement. Yeah, they got like grinding wheels upstairs. Yeah. You got like the World War II things, and yeah. then you know you go downstairs. You got a hockey game going on. <laughs> yeah. it, it was it was just like I just remember like t- someone one of the boys would ask for something, and I'd be like, let me try to find someone. Yeah. I literally couldn't find anyone in the building. Oh like, yeah. Like how is this place? They made that Who downstairs nice too. Did they, they, yeah. Like, the Did downstairs they? for the players was nice. Like, Wait, yeah, room and you had to walk all the way upstairs and come to the dressing room, and then the dressing room wasn't anything special. Right. I actually thought the rink was pretty cool, though. It was like a, it was like a old AHL-style rink. Right. Yeah, for sure. It was old sure. school. And, yeah. And that year I played, like I was telling you before, like, that was the final year I feel like the AHL being kind of a little bit wild in a sense. Then it's really gone to, like, prospects and development, yeah. like, full developmental now. Yeah. You know, some veteran guys still down there. But, uh, yeah, so we had some fun games, and – there and the fans loved it. I mean, oh was, yeah. yeah, they absolutely yeah. loved it. And and Syracuse always had tough teams. Yeah, that I remember, yeah. like back in the day, they always carried like three or four meat. Well, they had a private meat. owner too. Like you know, even though Tampa's with them, and I, I'm sure other teams were with them before. I think Anaheim was with them before and stuff. Their owner was like he owned the team. It wasn't like the oh, NHL team, right? Owner. So he was so he, he knew what the fans wanted there. So it was almost like hey, like I still own a team, even though Tampa's signing these guys two ways. We still want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We still want some ticket sellers. Yeah, well, that's in exactly. The that he knows what sells for exactly. sure. I remember they had big bad John Baduke. His thing is bad. Oh, he's still up there, yeah. Yeah, it's still up there. And he was he was a tough guy and, and every time he got on the ice they would play this little clip from some song and be like, Big Bad John. Yeah. Like, as he got in yeah, yeah. his shift, the That was going way back. That's yeah. Weight Watch with Frankie Bylow. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's a just long, a little clip they would play when he's out yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty like, Oh, God. Big Bad John. You know, it was just kind of funny. But uh, Hot Rod, our, our buddy who's at Syracuse now, he was with. Uh, he was in uh, with the crunch for a long time, but I remember. Uh, sorry, Rodney, if you're going to get mad at me, but I remember one of the funniest things. This guy's so dry, he oh, was yeah. so funny, but he was he got loaded and he lost his car. He couldn't remember where the boys lost all his car? went out. Yeah, he, well, he drove to the main <laughs> place they went, but no one could remember where he had parked. And he didn't have his car for like ten days. It's hot rod, and he goes, <laughs> it's He's like, fuck. Yeah. He's like. Now it's like we can't. We don't know where my car is. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm, like, goes, I'm like, how big is this Syracuse? It can't be that big. And I guess it was like nine to ten days. And one of the boys came. He goes, Hot Rod, we found your car. I'm like, holy fuck! You uh, must have been loaded. Oh man. yeah. How the hell that happen? Maybe I need just the snow pile. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. True. That's a good point. So, so much snow up there, man. Terrible. It was good. It was gloomy. You're right. It That's was gloomy. Man. Dark. It, it reminded me of like yeah, bingo. Had a just good like really dark oh, cloud bingo. over top of that bingo. place. Bingo. Bingo. Syracuse looks like Las Vegas compared to this. <laughs> <place>. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Oh my God. You know, Real I, used dark go, cloud. I used to go every day, um, and then I started getting some guys coming. We were like every single day. We would drive up. It's in between Utica and Syracuse, the casino. Oh, okay. Um, what the hell? I forget what it was called. Talking Stone, maybe or something. Maybe that's in Arizona. I don't know. Whatever the casino was, we would go up there like every day. We had cars. We're getting like free turkey clubs, as you know, <laughs> as as you know, for playing so much. Sure. Yeah. Like here, you got to go to the cafeteria to get lo- to get food. But uh, there's not like not a ton to do. Like I said, so we go up there, play, play a few hands. I thought yeah. I was frigging Daniel Legrand who playing poker <laughs> over there, <laughs> trying to shove people in right away. Like the first day I get fired, I was a shove yet. Yeah. And then, like these people know too. I feel like they're playing together. But uh, no, it was pretty fun. That's awesome. It's a good time down there. You're like you're so close with the guys. Yeah, it's for sure. A lot of young guys and stuff. Like everybody just hangs out. So it's almost it's like almost more fun in a sense. And then you get to the NHL. A lot of older guys married, kids. And right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it yeah. doesn't get any better than playing the NHL. But sometimes the NHL, there's some real good times you have with the young yeah. guys. Yeah, hundred percent. I still had some of my best times. Yeah, for sure. You're still like you're a junior. I was just gonna say yeah, that it's, it's like, kind of like that bleed over from junior. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, a paid junior league. When yeah, you, when for you first sure. Get there, you get like seven. 
21 year olds and then you get a couple of vets that that still want to be 21 and they want to hang out with you guys yeah. Yeah, on the bus. Right. So it's a good time yeah for sure i feel like some guys like these guys everyone who the hell wants to get to the nhl faster than each like we all want to get there as fast as we can but a lot of guys uh you know, like myself included i was pissed when i got sent down I like, oh, of course yeah. i could have made it i was with tampa they were loaded so i, I had a real good idea i was getting sent down but then when you get sent down you kind of like you know, it's almost worth it. It's worth the ride. Like you, you go there, you you know, you do what you got to do there. You develop. Cause you use, I probably wasn't ready, even though I thought I was ready. That's right. just a young kid. I was first time. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. And then you know, you learn there. And you play. I played. I want to play 100 and I think 40 games in, in the minors. Did you play? Yeah. And I went up with the Rangers and back down. And then you really want to get back up. But uh, yeah, you get that worth, taste. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, worth yeah. every second. I For think sure. it, was, it was all all worth it. Yeah, I always say like you know, having coached the Flyers minor league team, the Phantoms. Um, I feel like unless you're like a first overall, yeah. you know, elite, elite, elite pick, yeah. everyone should play, should play at least half of a, half of a season, yeah. not a full season in the minors. Yeah. It's trending that way now a little more. I feel like, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're a McDavid or whatever, I won't yeah. If you, if you could contribute right away, like in a real way, yeah, sure. If you're contributing in a half-ass way, kind of like exactly. just, just getting by, then you might as well take the time to develop because there's so many good players in that league too. Exactly. So arguing with somebody today about what the second best league is, obviously the NHL will be number one. I don't know if it would be the AHL or or one of them. Uh, KHL. One of the, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a good. I don't know anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, exactly. I don't know anymore either. I I, I wouldn't be able to tell. But I was saying AHL just to piss them off. Yeah, yeah for, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, certainly be young, the younger. Uh, you know, because yeah. I mean most. Guys, yeah, it's the most, older I feel like it's the most over guys there. that are getting ready to, to be impact players in the NHL. Sure, there's some real good KHL guys, but usually they come over and they're pretty good. Yeah, a lot of them, but the whole you're not signing their whole team. Yeah, you know, half of an AHL roster could wind up playing yeah, in the NHL for sure. Usually, yeah, you know, if you have good prospects and stuff. So it's interesting. Yeah, just yeah, just you're just younger, just earlier on yeah, in the development. Yeah, they're like 19, 20. Where exactly. the KHL guys, you know, we're signing them guys when you get them like 26, 27. 28, and they're like yeah. ready to be impact guys. Like, yeah, they're at that age for well, sure. We, we we the Flyers signed uh, Belmar when he was 29. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's he, in the KHL. He, uh, he, actually, he wasn't in the KHL. I think he was playing in the Swedish, the yeah. top league there. Yeah, was a good um, but uh, he, you know, 29 years old, and he, you know, he's still going, but he's in ridiculous shape. This guy's like, yeah, he could yeah. probably play. Like I heard that 40 easily. Yeah, like he's well, Christ, he's got to be what 36. 37 I was gonna say, now. yeah, he's got to be creeping. But on um, anyway, yeah, you're right though. They they come over. We had that Medvedev. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. God, what a beauty, man! Jesus, he came from the KHL. He was like, well, how old was he? Baller thirty three. He looked like he was twenty four. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, and he was, and he just didn't get a fair shake to to me by the 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 guy coaching the D at that time, and and uh, like the the boys loved him. Like yeah. he was so funny. He didn't speak a lot of English when he first got here, but. Everything he said was fucking funny. Yeah. Like it was, everything was funny, and he learned a lot more. And I'll never forget the last game of the year we were playing, and we were in the playoffs. We had made the playoffs. We'd already clinched, which is odd in the last. Yeah. I mean, I hate saying that in the last eight to nine years, realistically. But uh, we had clinched. And we were playing in Brooklyn, uh, playing the Islanders, and uh, we had Sam Gagne on the team. Yeah. And Med Medi hit him with a pass. He snapped a pass through the two guys coming at him, and. Gagne picked it up, and he, as soon as he looks up, there's a guy coming to hit him, and he toe-drags the guy. And as he toe-drags the guy, of course, the bench is like, oh, and yeah. Medi comes skating by and goes, woo! Like yeah. that, and the whole bench just died laughing. <laughs> but he was just a great guy. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we 
spoke about uh, Fedotov, who was supposed to come here, yeah. and, and that that's just – I talked to Provy. That was FaceTiming with uh, Ivan up. the other day, and he was like – I think he's got to serve some time over there with the. I the guess whole so. Thing, yeah, you know, like I heard not, this guy's real good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him from what I've heard though. Even the Russian guys, I know they're like he's. Yeah, he's yeah. Legit. He he. Twenty five, twenty five or twenty six, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. His son is the backup, was he not? Yeah, he yeah. came to development camp when I was still there a couple of years ago, and um, he didn't speak. He didn't speak. Was he good? English. He like, looked good. He was around. big. Like, yeah. he, he looked like a goalie. They're just popping goalies all over the place out of there. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Like a Russian right. goalie. You draft the Russian goalie four years later. He's like yeah. Shesterkin, uh, New yeah. York. Obviously, everybody he's, knows Vasi. But uh, then there's another kid at Askrov or something from Nashville. Like, there's yep. a million guys. They're right. all Russian. And they're yep. every they're year. Big bodies too. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, Srokin's in in on the island. He's pretty yeah, good. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're, you're so, right. they're all Russians. I don't know what they're doing. I asked uh, my goalie coach in Carolina. I was like, Hey, what is going on over there that we're not doing here? Yeah. Like, how are they just pumping out these stud goals <laughs> yeah, all the yeah, time? High end like, we're getting a ton yeah. of guys. You look at the draft, it's usually American-Canadian dominating, yeah. like, at least half of the first round, usually. I see every goal, is, it's only, you know, outside of, like, Spencer Knight, I guess, it's yeah. been high pick. It's only Russians. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I feel like the Russians are always ahead right. of the training. or yeah, yeah, I mean, They're finding loopholes in the – I always kid with Proby. I'm like, <laughs> are you not. lining up for your vitamins while you're home? He's <laughs> yeah. like, God, I've never done that because uh, Shetnik told us that. He oh, goes, yeah. well, when we were 13, they'd line us up and yeah. give us our well, vitamins. B, yeah, your B12 yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah B12. there's your B12 shot. <laughs> 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 oh, that B12 shot. He's just tall, too, Shetnik. I think any Russian that plays in the league could be – he could look like he's 21 if he's 21. He could look like he's 40. Everyone's, yeah. telling, everyone's telling him he's older. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. He could look like the youngest guy in the league. You'll tell him he's 30. Yeah. You know, exactly. that's, just, that's just what they get. They laugh about it, though. They never oh. they never shut it down. That's totally. right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> like, I'm 28. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming well, on, man. This has been awesome. I know you got uh, probably a golf course to go hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> golf course to my clubs at. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Oh man, we no, do appreciate you. Come on, we appreciate you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, man. Looking forward to the season and seeing you in action. Same here. I'm ready to go. Tear some shit up. You know, it's only July. I I'm know, right? Looking to put the jersey on. Get yeah, going. No doubt. Oh, yeah. yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. All right, my Thanks man. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.